0: Hello, and welcome to the NPRD podcast with nurse practitioner and registered dietitian Robin Kiewit. Eating disorders, body image, medicine, they are all interconnected. But with so many programs, techniques, and advice to choose from, it's easy to be overwhelmed. Robin, with more than 25 years of experience as a nurse practitioner and registered dietitian, offers help and hope for everyone, families, children, and adults. Along with veteran talk show host and good friend, Jordan Rich, Robin invites you to learn much more right here on the NPRD Podcast.
1: Welcome to another edition of the NPRD Podcast. Today, we are extremely fortunate to have Marcy Evans, a master's level eating disorder registered dietitian, highly, highly regarded in our field in terms of her dedication to those struggling with eating disorders and also focusing on educating other clinicians around body image, intuitive eating, health at every size. We're going to talk to Marcy today as well about her online training course, which is on sale right now, just for the next couple days.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It is a total pleasure. Robin and I are neighbors, actually, not literal neighbors, but we're, you know, we live in the same vicinity. And yet, you know, it's Mm -hmm. rare for us to actually have a conversation.
1: I know. We do a lot of email. We've, we've been fortunate enough to share cases which have been extremely rewarding. We would love to hear today, Marcy, more about your sale, the sale that you're doing with your course. I want to hear soup to nuts, why you started it. You have trademarked Food and Body Image Healers and Food and Body Image Healers Training Institute. And I've been lucky enough to be in one of your courses, so I learned so much. So take it away.
2: Well, like I said, I'm so appreciative of your inviting me on to talk about things that I know we both care so much about. And I really appreciated how you introduced me because I feel like I have this dual passion of helping individuals with eating disorders and also helping clinicians work with people with mm-hmm. eating disorders, because as you know, you're both a dietitian and a nurse practitioner, that that is just not training that we typically get as clinicians, regardless of the field that you work in, whether it's therapy or medical or nutrition. It's just typically not a standard part of our training, and that really speaks to A little bit of the origin story of how I started developing online trainings. I had been working in the field a handful of years and was um, offered a position at the graduate level to teach nutrition counseling for eating disorders, and it was so fun, and it was so rewarding. I loved working with my students, and most of them, they were all graduate students. Most of them were working professionals, and I just was like, why is this not more available to mm-hmm. students and professionals. Like I am not gonna tackle the education system, but I'm just gonna translate what I'm doing with my students and and turn it into a self study online course. And then, so I did my first version of my online course at a time when there weren't a lot of online courses. And so it was, you know, it was good for the time. Um but it's it's been an evolution. So I have three different courses at this Point on, my, on my online training platform. Like you said, they're all on sale right now, yes. and I can give the details for folks who want to access that. But I've just kind of taken the things that I have poured my heart and soul into learning and will always be a learner in nutrition counseling for eating disorders and body image work and digestive disorders and turned them into online courses so that other professionals who want to do this work will have a really accessible way to learn it. So I kind of take like every book that I've read, every research journal that I've studied, every workshop that I've attended, every you know all the supervision that I've gotten and I try to pull it together in one place to make it you know the learning feel as manageable as possible. And so that's that's kind of the backstory um, of how I started doing courses and why I continue to do them. And until the end of the month, so we're talking in October, I know some folks will hear this after the fact but through the month of October, all of my courses and course bundles are on sale for 20% off. And the coupon code is ELEVATE2021.
1: You've got the sale for the specific courses, but then you're offering this bundle, right? Am I correct?
2: Right. Yes, that's exactly okay. it. So if people want all three of the courses, or if they want two of the three courses, they're able to also get the discount on that. Um, which you know, there's a little bit of cost savings when you bundle it together. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yeah, so um, it's a bit of it's a la- it is a labor of love, and I'm in the you know in the midst of launching the newest versions of my yeah. nutrition counseling for eating disorders, which is kind of like my flagship yeah. course has been in a massive, a massive overhaul and update. So when folks, if folks buy now and moving forward, they're going to get the newest version, which I'm really, I'm really excited about and I'm really proud of. Tell us
1: if you're able to, and and it's okay if you can't, but you just said you've redone through, you know, and you've created this 3.0. What is maybe a nugget or two in there that would be new?
2: Oh sure, I can I can definitely speak to that. I there are a number of things that are new. So one of the things that I did as part of the update from my 2.0 is that I had a big group of reviewers, paid reviewers of individuals with differing identities to my own, most often underrepresented identities related to race and gender identity and sexual orientation and body size and ability. And I, they, they were able to take my courses and provide me some constructive feedback. So that, coupled with my own training and reading new research, have been able to improve the way that I present the content and who I'm thinking about so that it is a more inclusive way to think about treating eating disorders. Um, and then I also am including a lot more client vignettes to Excellent. bring the material to life. I've always included client vignettes but this version I'm bringing in even more and then I'm providing also a larger emphasis on trauma informed care mm-hmm. as well as working with adolescents because historically that wasn't covered as much and so I'm bringing those two pieces to the forefront a little bit more. So those are those are some of the newer things. And I'm weaving through out the entire course updated research. So there's going to be kind of little nuggets throughout where things have gotten updated, or we have new data, or we have ways of sort of understanding things um, that, that is reflected throughout the course material.
1: Definitely is on the pulse of the changing times. The changing I hope times. So. Yeah, that we've been looking forward to. At least I think I can speak for both of us saying that, right? Jordan included. And as well, I love how you're including more trauma informed care teaching other clinicians how to to utilize that with their patients
2: yeah it's really exciting it often the changes that i make in my courses are reflective of my my own process and my own learning of course like i'm I'm, as i develop in areas or receive more training in areas or i develop new insights that's one of the reasons why i'm continuously updating my courses is that hopefully we're all learning and growing, right? None of us sort of stay in the same place year to year, and so it's—I um, don't always do an med- overall course to overhaul. Sometimes I'll do um, add a module here, or do a research update, but this is the this is the big one.
1: And you're combining it in some of, in the bundles that are available with the digestive disorders and eating disorders with Lauren Deere, who I also know—that's mm-hmm. incredible. And then your course on body image training that I was lucky lucky enough to participate in when you presented it with Fiona Sutherland, and I go back to it all the time. I would not be where I am today in practice without that. That was just huge, huge, yeah.
3: I just wanted to jump in and say, I have never uh, met you, Marcy, but you must be a great teacher because you have such a beaming smile that we can hear <laughs> and, and yes. energy. And, and just from a technical point of view, when you're doing something online these days, a lot of people are getting into it. I mean, there's a right way and a not so right way. It sounds like you've mastered it because you started well before the pandemic. But what's the secret, what's the secret to a, a successful online course such as yours beyond the content?
2: Oh, you, I can tell how much you know. And I appreciate that question, Jordan. So some of it is what I hope you're hearing from me and what you're experiencing is that I think the reason why I've been able to have a strong career is that my heart really is in it. I mean, this really is stuff that lights me up and makes me excited. And so some of the feedback that I've gotten from participants is that they can feel that when I'm presenting the material. Because online learning, especially when you're you know, you're a busy professional. You're a busy, you know, parent or spouse. You've got a lot going on. But to do online learning, even though it's convenient, it can get a little bit boring. You know, you have to have a lot of discipline to sit and to listen and do the slides. And you need a presenter who's engaged with the material, who's familiar with the material. It can present it in such a way that feels, you know, exciting as well as accessible. And I've actually learned a lot in the stages of the different programs that I've done where I've gotten feedback and I read every single piece of feedback that I get from my course participants and have integrated that feedback into the course. And then after my first version, I took a course on online course development. Mm. And with all of that feedback, I realized that educationally there were some changes that I could make to optimize the educational experience, so I shortened the modules and made more of them rather than having fewer but longer modules. Um, I have now a lot more opportunities to share with the listener where we're headed and have moments to offer them pauses or ways to actively engage with the material as I'm presenting it. So it's, it's less passive learning of just sort of absorbing by listening. And so it's more, I think of an an engaging and kind of applicable learning experience, but it's been fun for me because I really like the education part to sort of learn about how to, how to improve the educational experience.
1: I remember from the course that you and fiona presented on body image that the examples that you gave the vignettes and the sort of hands-on ways to do things were huge Mm -hmm. takeaways huge yeah yeah and i i still have my little rock that i wrote the word on (gasps) Uh, yep right on my right in my my um office at home it's so at the end of this training yeah and so, help me out here, Marcy. At the end of this training, I think you you ha- passed out these rocks with sharpies, and you said to write one word that embodied how you felt okay. having taken the course. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my word was clear mm. because I just Ooh. felt like you made everything much more clear.
2: I love that. One of the things, when we did it a little bit different because we we did different versions. We went to a bunch of different cities doing live workshops, which, of course, we haven't been doing with COVID. But we invited people to think about as we were starting the workshop, you know, in this case, if they were doing an online course, sort of thinking about when they're participating, about to start the course, you know, we think about doing body image work what comes up for you or what word comes to mind. And often people will say things like overwhelmed, confused, uncertain, which is typical because we don't often have training on this topic. And then at the end, we kind of reflect back. And it's really cool to see, even in a short period of time, the evolution that people experience as they get a little bit of training under their belt. And so it makes me so Happy that that was your word that we were able to help you to feel more clear. Yeah, and then you can go back to your clients and, and feel rejuvenated and excited to to bring that material in.
1: Absolutely, we've even talked. Jordan and I have talked on an earlier episode about the body healing cards. Yes,
3: mm-hmm. that was and terrific.
1: I didn't I bring them in? Yeah, 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 yeah. You
3: you showed me and we talked about them on the podcast. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. We did. That were mm-hmm. many those, those that feels like many podcasts ago, Um but. He loved them, and I used you know, I went home and bought, like, 30 decks? I didn't
2: know that. Yeah, yeah,
1: and gave them out. I don't even know if Fiona's selling them anymore, but um, I—even during COVID, and I had explained this on an earlier podcast, that we'll use, you know, in the virtual sessions, I'll hold up the cards, folks will find one that, you know, one to three that speak to them, but that was so helpful in making things clear, and I think utilizing those sayings— Phrases and also the resources that you had at the end of the booklet. I still suggest to folks specifically the podcast and book list, and it's been great. So your sales going on until November first, right? That's right. So does it end like Halloween at midnight or November first at midnight? I just want to clarify. You know what? My marketing
2: director is going to kill me. She's going to say, "Martha, you should know this. I, I would suspect." Because I'm really good at doing my job, and she's really good at doing her job. So she set up the back end, um, and so I would imagine that if somebody snuck in November first, that they would they, they would, would still they would get the deal. Yeah. Yeah,
1: That's yeah. what your website yeah. says. So I, I yeah.
3: was just wanting to point out that it's gratifying as a as a civilian among the two of you professionals to know that uh, there's never an end to the thirst for knowledge and the, the curiosity about new developments and evolutions in the field. Patients would want to know that about any of their practitioners, that y- you don't stop learning and and reviewing and, and reading up on the latest information. That's, uh, that's something I want to know as a patient that my practitioners mm. are doing.
2: Mm. Oh, I appreciate, I appreciate you that. reflecting yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Well, I know Robin, and I know that she has an unquenchable thirst for learning, not just because of all of the letters next to her name. <laughs> um, but it's true you do want to work with a provider who doesn't think of themselves as being at the end of their their learning process that we're always hopefully excited mm. about yeah. wanting to learn and to grow and um, not only learn from kind of the trainings that we do or the research but also learning from our clients.
1: Right. I love taking notes, copious notes in patient appointments because there are so many profound things that patients and clients say, and I love to catch it, because they learn then from themselves. Then I can go back and say, remember when, and it might even be a week later, but sometimes it's a lot later that we can bring those back in. And I'll say to folks around medicine as well, we're always looking and learning. It's not like we're checking in and sending someone out the door off the screen at this point with this is what works great, see you in a month or three months. We don't do that. We talk about amounts, you know, dosages and how are they working and how are they not working. And then we collaborate because Mm -hmm. I learned from you. I learned from the therapist when we work on a team. Marcy has been the dietitian, the food and body image healer. I prescribe, and then there have been different other therapists. And... The learning from each other also in those moments is quite helpful.
2: Absolutely. Learning, learning from one another and, yeah, holding holding the perspective that um, one another's experience is, is really valid and important to consider.
1: Yeah. And so I've been asking a lot of folks what have they been doing for fun. What have you been doing for fun?
2: Oh, gosh. You know... Let me ask that question after the launch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. No,
2: that's not totally true. I can tell you. So I am really fortunate to get time home. My son is almost three. And he is so much fun. When you have a young child, you have no choice but to have some fun Mm -hmm. because that's what they're all about. And so my fun is playing (laughs) hide-and-go-seek and also playing As a firefighter with my son. And he'll yell, he'll put on his fire hat, and he'll say, Mama, there's a fire. And I'll say, oh, no, where's the fire? It's in the kitchen. (laughs) And we run into the kitchen, and we both pull out our pretend hoses, and we put the fire out, and then we do it again 50 more times.
1: So sweet. He is adorable. What's
3: his (laughs) name?
2: His name is James.
3: James.
1: He is so cute, Jordan. Adorable.
2: And, uh, we, you know, we play outside and um, go to the park and have adventures and collect leaves. And it is, um, it is so good for my mental health and for my nervous system to have that contrast to sometimes the, the intensity of working in the field of mental health. Yeah. So I am very grateful that I can play like a toddler because I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that on my own if I didn't have him yeah. asking me to.
1: Don't you love I just love this is what I feel like I'm picturing and hearing you say as well is like I used to th- I still think this with my kids although they're different ages than James but you know just like learning the world through their eyes and hearing yeah. what they say, it's so refreshing. Yeah.
3: I'm a granddad, so I love being a a papa. And, you know, you learn Mm -hmm. so much because you forget about it when your kids are growing up. (laughs) They're old already. I like the little ones. So uh, congratulations to both of you for having great kids and wonderful families. But as you say, Marcy, you're busy as a bee up to the point of launch when you do one of these big courses.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. it's go time. Right before we hopped on the call. I was I was in editing. So
1: Oh wow. Yeah. That's my
2: mode. Right. Yeah. So Marcy. That's good
1: stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you beyond for being on today and just want to let everyone know how to find you, Marcy R-D-M-A-R-C-I-R-D. And that is Marcy's website and also all of her social media channels, which are fantastic resources for just about everything eating disorders and body image. And so thank you. Well,
2: oh, thank you again. It's so fun to chat.
0: Thank you for joining us for the NPRD Podcast with Robin Kievit. We invite you to subscribe, download, rate and review us and share this valuable podcast with friends and family. Help and hope is found here. For more, just go to robinkevit.com. That's R-O-B-Y-N-K-I-E-V-I-T.com or check out the N-P-R-D.com.